What, what? We're at the Bicycle Doctor, and this is Ask the Bicycle Doctor. Here with mi compadres, we have Mache. Hola. And Kyle. Hola. I'm always Tio Gomez. And uh, this is our show where we take in some questions. We talk about bicycle stuff. So uh, should we get right into the uh, to the first question? Be task-oriented and before we digress into... Let's get it uh, done. All right. What's so cool about Presta valves? Why, why do I have to have Presta valves? I'm, I'm used to these Schrader valves that, that my car uses. Why aren't they good enough for my is, bike? Is that what they're called? Yeah. You know, them skinny valves. Yeah, those the crazy ones. So, like, what makes them better? Cars don't have them. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Brilliant. Cars are coffins. Uh, you know, they hold, if we Googled they, it, what would Google tell us? Anything you want, depending <laughs> on... <laughs> We're not very constructive this morning. Well, I, the one I wrote, I wrote down a couple advantages that, that I don't know if are, are proven. I'm going to bounce them off the bicycle <laughs> doctrine. We should, uh, another note that I, that I uh, put down here is like, how many years do you think we have at this little coffee counter here? If, as far as riding experience, I have 60 years of riding experience. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think Kyle and I would have 60 combined. Yeah, but... I would say... But we're going to combine all three. Okay. Dude. Uh, I would, uh, is this... Like, I started riding at four. Right. You know, I started I, riding at two because I so started on a fixed gear tricycle, bro. Forty. Wow. So we're up to a hundred years of riding experience, Kyle. Twenty-five. Oh, hundred and twenty-five uh, years. Now, six. how many years of experience being a professional bicycle gaucho, as I like to call it? Ooh. I was in and out, you know. I'm so. giving myself 12 years with my in and out. Yeah, I would say that. Same here. So, 24? I uh, started at 16. I'm currently 28, so I guess I got 12. Sweet. 36. <laughs> and we're all, we're all equal in experience. Yeah. Wow. But mine's somewhat dubious because, you know, I count the whole fatbike.com thing where I wasn't really a pro bike mechanic at that point, but, but I was being, I was in the bicycle industry. Pretty deep. So... Uh, yeah. So with bringing all that to the table, uh, you know, I, I think that and certainly at road bike speeds, they're more aerodynamic. The, the valves, the Presta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think for fat biking, you're in a tubeless situation, you're in two and a half PSI. You can close those valves mm-hmm. by screwing that valve closed as opposed to a Schrader just has a spring that depends on air pressure to uh, to close that that valve, you know. So on impact, maybe you lose some air at super low yeah. pressures with the uh, Schrader. Um, do you think they're lighter? Probably. And you can replace they're the smaller. core, too. Well, you can replace the core in the other one, right. too. Yeah. But I think you, they hold, I think they hold the air better. But yeah. At higher pressures and low pressures, really. It's metal where it counts, too. It's metal on metal with no rubber involved in the interface where it touches the actual metal of the rim. I think it's funny that we still put caps on <laughs> I haven't. As, I haven't since I watched Lance just toss it over his shoulder and say, you don't need these. <laughs> you don't. It's sealed. You, you close it up, and maybe at the temperatures that you're riding your fat bike at, a Schrader cap would eventually crack, mm-hmm. fall sure. off. sure. 
also, you know, it's just so we feel more needed because people come and ask for the cap. I'm missing a cap. Well, we have a whole bucket of That's them, right. and they're free. Yeah, we're givers. We give and we give. And with Presta Valve, yes, you, you, you screw that nut to hold it, and mm-hmm. we've noticed a lot less of uh, punctures near the valve. That whole the, chafing issue right. of, of the, Cause it's the metal valve stem yeah. rubbing against the rim, mm-hmm. especially so, at low ter- uh, at low pressures. Pressures. There's more, yeah. So, so embrace that. the Presta Valve. It's like ordering a coffee at, at uh, Starbucks. You just... You just know, do it. Yeah. You can say, I want the skinny valve instead of the vente. <laughs> I, I go in and I uh, and I order a large just to be a smart ass, and then they're like, oh, a vente or whatever their large is. Yes. Grande. Venti. Yeah. So, whatever. Yeah. Vente. Hey, you can't be a good American unless you're like polylinguistic. We all know a few words in a billion languages. Everyone. Swahili. We all know a Swahili word. So, uh, hey, you know what season it is? Other than gnome hunting season. Oh, yeah. Um, cross season? Cross season. Yeah. It's super secret race season. Is what <laughs> it, it is, <laughs> yes. You have a list of races, but that, we would be banned forever if we mentioned what race. Well, we just can't mention it by name, but right. we could talk about how these little puppies right here with the forecast being so rainy and it's raining now. They would shred. Would you? A little down country Oof. with a 2.4. Sierra spelled really weird. We're, I'm holding a uh, super secret tire and that uh, Mache might rock in the super secret race on his super secret Orbea. What model Orbea do you ride? The OE's M Pro. Mm, Not a trail. It's just 100 mil for around here. Yeah. 100 mil front and back. Well, so... But that would look good on the Arabea. I guess... And for these kind of conditions, because it's it's halfway between an enduro and... Or I suppose it's... It, according to their, their press release, it resides in the... Between the cross-country and trail. Yeah. It's, it has that cross-country look in the middle, but the ba- the sides here... Oof, that's going to rip. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, for wet conditions like this, and, and it says here that they're supposed to be self-cleaning. Um, there is a lot of space between the knobs. Yeah, So plus the graphene, that's that's just, you know, another level. Yeah. Tire-wise, it's, they just feel so supple. All the Vittorias really do. The other thing that I noticed on this tire is that it was ideal for their crush core, their airliner, that... Uh, oh. Their green foamy airliner that here's here's our thirty six years of experience has we haven't touched any of this new technology as far as it says new on it right there wow. <laughs> it's got a little red band going around it says new it's actually top secret till yeah there'll be pictures of this tire in the old show notes uh, and the the show actually had to be delayed about five hours to take into consideration the embargo on these tires. So, this basically, Maciej doesn't know, but he's signed up. He's, these are going on his bike, and he's <laughs> going to have to write a review, and he's going to have to write a song and maybe a poem about it. But we could probably just yes. talk about it next show. Like, hey, did you try those tires out? Oh, yeah. I totally won. I totally conquered the secret, secret race. race we can't talk about. Any, yeah, so, we can't talk about that race, but the other big race that's going on, I don't know if you guys go to. Ice you in Waterloo. 
Oh, oh. <laughs> the, the, well, we kind of blushed it's, over the Crest Cup. only a couple of days away. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, all the big all the, names are going to be here, I think. So no wonder, I you know, all the Belgians are here. No wonder the weather just turned to shite, right? Which is must good. have just landed. Yeah. <laughs> Is, are the Olympic and world champions are going to be present? Does anybody know? Female field? I don't know. It's only 10 yeah. miles from my yeah. house, dude. I'm, I can ride my bike there. I think you should. That'll be. I'll be there. I'll bring my kids. Yeah. Is it Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. We'll Sunday. Just close Sunday, Sunday. Maybe Sunday. we'll just close the shop. Oh, and go there. Bring the old easy up. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going to be there. And no proper customer should come to the shop on Sunday. Yeah. Because Come meet us out at the Trek Cup. We'll buy you a juice box or something. <laughs> free beer, maybe. Maybe Trek will provide free beer. Oh, I bet beer. you. Yeah, the beer will flow at, at all the cross-racing races. Um, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to pick up a, the cross for, for the shop, right? Or, or are you yeah, not yeah, a cross-racer? Yeah. yeah, I am. I, uh, I know I you got have the a bike. Boom. I got yeah. the boot. Bike, I gotta set it up uh, with the tires, and just gotta find a little bit of time to ride. I haven't been riding much because of the remodel and everything going on. Oh, in yeah? Here. yeah, but the cross season is so long, and the races are so short. Anybody can fake it. And you know what? The best races are at the end of the year when the yes. weather is total crap. You know, like get that early December slurm, just. It's yes. it's raining, but it's partially frozen, sleety rain, and there's just oh, makes mm. me want to hop on the cross bike right now. I know, right? And and ride off camber stuff. Oh yes, you know. See the, the mountain bike skills. I just go yeah. past all these roadie yeah. guys, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. There's a total like turbo of of athletic ability in those cross races, though. All the all the real heart leg lung guys who show up. They're hard. Not the schlubs, no. like yours truly. <laughs> no fat bikes. But speaking of showing up and being a schlub, I, I, I'm thinking of Iceman. You Ice. usually do good on those, don't you? Well, yeah. I, I, it's that soft surface stuff, you know. It's. <laughs> I, have, I, have a good, I have a good story about Iceman, though. There's a big kind of an amphitheater, parabolic downhill and uphill that is just packed with fans on both sides of it and there's a huge sand run at the bottom oh no oh i came flying down that thing completely stacked and endowed at the bottom stood up got a big big hand of applause had to run up the the other side waddle up or something biggest cheer of the race probably yeah so are you gonna go not Iceman, i don't think when is that it's at the it's it's before thanksgiving Maybe but, if you know if the cross racing's going good and the shop's running smoothly and I'm not mm-hmm. working here eighty hours a week, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna So probably not. <laughs> Fact check confirms. <laughs> Kyle, you gonna uh you gonna go up to the the Iceman is is probably the best Midwest race. I mean, Schwamigan and Ordeshore, mm-hmm. but but man, that finish line area at at Iceman is just unbelievably cool. They have the flyover and the big you PA what, system and talking the food about, I get it. Maybe you got me convinced. Maybe I'll, yeah. I'll maybe I'll go. Maybe we'll close down the shop. We'll drive together. Yes, Kyle. We should get you on it. We'll get you a mountain bike. Yeah, and these Down Country two point fours would be right up yeah. the alley. I don't know. I don't know though. Man, you might want to go less knob. Go super fast. Yeah. Can I ride my cross bike? Mm, I don't know, man. 
you might want want a little bit of width, but maybe not that much tooth mm. on the tire because a lot of sand up there. The hand, mitten, the sand. It all yeah. rhymes. Damn. So we kind of brushed over these. Uh, we we kind of blew the lid off of these. Sierra, spelled weird. This is going to blow my mind every time I look at that word. It's They spell it S-Y-E-R-R-A, probably to get past a trade mark or whatever. Yeah. Sierra or Sierra. I think it's Sierra. Yeah, Sierra. We're in America. We can pronounce it that way we want. Yeah. So uh, it's a 29 by 2 point. (laughs) (laughs) That's a thing in the bike industry. uh, We're avoiding, uh, you know, copyright, and so we're getting creative with our words, but it leads leads customers to pronounce things maybe differently than intended. Trek domain. Instead of domain. It's a, it's a long tradition in yeah. bicycling, though. Do you say tange? Do you say tange? Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's a bunch of those uh, yeah. in, I, in cycling's last century there. Isis? <laughs> Bottom bracket? <laughs> How else would you say Isis? Right. But. <laughs> so, down country. What, what do you guys think of down country? I just think more like more aggressively nommed cross country. Thinking down, nobbed. down country. Did I say gnomed? More aggressively gnomed? Down uh, co- I'm thinking like desert maybe, but no. Down country like you're riding cross country but going down. downhill more? Yeah, maybe that's... Oh, yeah, there you go. As capable or more capable than a downhill bike from the 90s? Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. Well, and, they just have to slice that hair into more channels so people can identify and be like, yeah... Down All right, down country. <laughs> so, uh, question number two is, and both of you guys are bike fitters, um, is when do you think, like, how do you judge when a customer should get a bike fitting? So, and customers are, are in different levels of from recreational to racer, right? So, I'd started to put some thought into this and you can put my put it into well you have to be riding this many miles a week or you have to be riding this many hours a week or your average session has to be this many minutes right so in those parameters when do you think that someone should when they they buy a new bike they're getting into cycling like when do you think that a real fitting not just uh, seat height and get you into 75% when do you think they should fine-tune um the minute they get injured or have any discomfort or pain and mention that it ruins their riding experience you know hot feet um, my hands go to sleep sore back sore neck sitting on a bike should not cause those things unless you're maybe doing a 12-hour race and then Mm -hmm. that's expected um and there is no measure of a of you know what makes you a cyclist. Anyone who rides a bike is a cyclist. So anyone who rides a bike and is experiencing any sort of problem with comfort hmm, should cool. get a bike fit. This is my question because you know, yeah, I, the, I, you know, in the uh, back in the days, it's supposed to hurt, right? When you're riding a bike, oh, I'm uncomfortable because I'm bent down and I'm exercising. I'm exercising, so it's hurting. No, you're so we oftentimes we'll start we'll. You should be comfortable. Nothing should be hurting you. So 
there's got to be a problem. You always got to kind of fish around and, and see what the deal is. And then we oftentimes suggest fits and people go do a fit and they're happier than ever. They didn't even think about the fit, but we're the ones saying, hey, you know what, that sounds like... So that experience comes in play, too. And, um, you know, and you really don't know if somebody needs a fit or if you need to adjust something until you put them in the trainer, shoot the lasers at them, and look at the angles, and you're like, oh, hey, you're going to move your cleat, and you're going to move your saddle a centimeter forward, and now, you know. So really, you don't know until you actually put somebody and do the fit if they really needed it but obviously like kyle said if, if somebody's got issues they definitely need it well i need to get fit then my hand goes numb <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's that's pretty cool i i you know i answered my own question on my own show is it left or right <laughs> or which hand the is right it, hand first is it during exertion is that a cardiac issue Mm-mm, no good yeah i'm always worried about that yeah it's and I'm pinching it, a, a nerve, crushing a nerve in there or something. And I try and it's better with ergon grips, but mm-hmm. I bet you, you know, I could benefit from from this, especially on the G-bike, you know, mm-hmm. the gravel bike where you spend hours and hours in one position just banging out the wattage. Yeah, it's as simple as like, you know, knee over pedal. Many experienced cyclists have been doing it for decades and we find, no, this is not you should be and mm-hmm. the idea of where the cleat was positioned 15 years ago versus now all that changes everything involves so um we certainly encourage new fits on people that buy road bikes that are you know and they're more serious we because you can we're not in business of shoving bikes and saying see you later have a good day mm-hmm. we gotta set them up otherwise you're setting them up for failure sure so, when when a consumer is looking for a bike fitter, is there a, like a certification they should look for, or a certain training? Or I know the Trek provides instruction. Yes, we've been through Trek fitting program. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of ours who used to do fits uh, for all the pro teams, and he's no longer there. But you know, he was very experienced. He's been doing it for fifteen years, so we've been through that program. And but you do take some stuff from it and you leave some you know you don't take everything from it you you have to selectively choose what you what you're going to follow because there's it's so it can get so complex it serves no purpose um, sure and there is some technology involved too right there's there's science and there's some over the top science and you have to be able to think for yourself and be able to see the rider in front of you and not just apply science and throw science at them because sometimes the science doesn't work or you know if you're not communicating with them um, they can't communicate back um, so it really is a relationship with the bike fitter it is problem solving it is very personalized um, and it's not cookie cutter and and what our fit instructor taught us was if if you can't fit without the fancy tools then you you can't fit mm. um so and and it's also good to look at fitting as a journey, not necessarily a destination, because lifelong riders are going to be on a bike for twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty years, and our bodies change over time. Oh yeah. But our bikes can remain the way they were the day we bought them, and some of our customers, you know, we, we'll do a follow up fit after fifteen years, and they're they'll just say, "I should have done this sooner." Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, really simple. You know, we also fit people who 
you know, it's, it's easy to us because we don't try to overthink it. And they go, that's it? Wow, I feel so much better. I paid $300 for a fit over in some other state, and I didn't feel this good. But I get a video of the fit. <laughs> That's what they paid. They for. said, "Oh, I'll bring my other four bikes over next week if you're going to you know, do it at that rate." And yeah. we're like, "We don't have to charge a lot because it doesn't take a lot." Mm-hmm. When um, you know what you're doing, when you know what you're and doing. You've been doing it for many years. You just the problems just you see it right away. It would be interesting because what I've understood about fitting is that it's going to potentially make the cyclist more efficient on the bike, right? So, and since I've got two years of Strava information and I repeat a lot of my my routes, it would be interesting to get fit and then just do a quick one-month analysis. You'll, I'll know right away if I start to set PRs, right? Because that's the way Strava works. That's right. It would be kind of interesting. So, um, I know that uh, we had we had news about the... Uh, about the I can't say it. Sierra, Sierra tire. Sierra. It's just it's Sarah. messing it's messing with my head. That spelling. Uh, and Kyle had some news that uh, came up too. Speaking of down country, Trek just announced a redesign of their top fuel, inching it closer towards trail bike category, and they have officially branded it as a down country bike. Ah, it used to be that? the World Cup cross country bike, which got nudged aside. Or the super caliber, so now the top fuel is the same amount of travel as the older fuel EX, but faster, lighter, more capable. Um, and these new Sierra tires are made just for it, um, I think. Which you know, if, if you're not racing bikes, you know, which I think is a majority of mountain bike customers, we now have gear that's being built that maybe doesn't sacrifice traction. Or stability. Or durability. Durability. Um, without slowing you down all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but the weight weenies can choose to keep being weight weenies and run super fast stuff that may not hold up under down country use. Well, it's got nice graphics, too. Yeah. Yeah. In the, it looks really good in the pictures. The, yeah. the red uh, stamp on the yeah. sidewall. Looks like you got to use a 30... See rim on that one. Is that a minimum or a maximum? You'd wonder. I don't know. Is He's reading cool? the sidewall. I'm reading sidewall. Smelling the tire. It smells fast. 850 grams. Light. And it's uh, it's got a black sidewall, which, you know, that makes me happy. I like black tires. Not, not the current trend of all of that tan wall stuff. Gets dirty. I think, and I think it's just going to date the bike. It's going to be, oh, that was 2021. <laughs> that was the <laughs> or thing. from 2019 to 2021 oh, because like I'm just waiting for it to oil go Oil slick hubs or something, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, I guess, uh, and how much travel is that? Is the top, new top fuel? Is like 140? 120 front and back. Yeah. The Fuel EX has grown, I think, to 140. Gotcha, okay. So I guess our last question is, uh, how do we get our how do we get our question on the show? So it, you can comment on this post on the site here. You can contact us through social media and say, "Hey, I'm asking the bicycle doctor, what the hey?" Or and, the best one is what uh, email or come into the shop. Come into the shop. Yeah, come into the, the shop one. and just say, Have "Ah, 
I would like to speak to a doctor, please. Dr. Gomez, have, uh, I'd like to have a beer or something. Yeah, we have mead, we have beer, uh, we have water, of course. <laughs> Maybe we'll create a secret handshake, and when you come in and you offer up that handshake, we'll know that yeah. you're here to answer or to ask a question. It'll be very Indeed. discreet. And you can also email me at gomez at fat-bike.com. Uh, put bicycle doctor in the in the uh, subject line, and then type away. And uh, you know, if it's interesting or funny or uh, we feel like it, we'll definitely uh, get you on the air. Maybe mention your name. Maybe send you some stickers. Mm. Stickers are always good. I know, right? Can't wait to put these tires on my bike. Yeah, and it it just so happens that it. Like they, they came yesterday, and the rain started tonight. And I know that uh, I know that you're racing on Saturday. So, how about that? It's like your destiny, Macho. <laughs> and it's kind of like your brand of tire too. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah, I, I'm excited to check it out. Push the limits, you know. All right, kids, that's it for this episode of the Ask the Bicycle Doctor. Send us your questions, and uh, any last words, Slats? We're a little slow today. It's raining out, you know. Stop by. Stop by. we got coffee, too. If you need coffee, espresso shot. Bring us a bouquet of flowers or something. <laughs> cake. We cake. take a cake. Mache takes mead. Mead. Well, I have mead here. All right. See ya. Bye.